Hey, hey, happy Monday. In honor of Independence Day, which is tomorrow if you're listening to this episode when it publishes, I wanted to pop in to talk a little about freedom, what it means to me, and what it means in my daily life and leadership. So pull up your lawn chair and have a listen, my friends. Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever, but never really feel good enough, no matter how much outward success you achieve? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, Christian life coach, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement, But no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you self-care routines and practical leadership strategies to help you navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to stop people pleasing and start living and leading God's way, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers and roll up your sleeves, sister friends. It's time to get after it. Okay, so bear with me as I start with a little history lesson. Did you know that some might say that July 2nd marks our country's Independence Day? Officially, the Continental Congress declared its freedom from Great Britain on July 2nd, 1776, when it voted to approve a resolution submitted by Richard Henry Lee of Virginia, declaring that, quote, These United Colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved. In fact, John Adams thought July 2nd would be marked as the national holiday for years to come. However, after voting on independence on July 2nd, the Continental Congress needed to draft a document explaining this new independence to the public. It had been proposed in draft form, and it took two days for Congress to actually agree on the edits. Once Congress approved the actual Declaration of Independence document on July 4th, about 200 copies of it were printed, with John Hancock's name printed at the bottom. That's why the Declaration has the words, quote, in Congress, July 4th, 1776, at the top, because that's the day the approved version was actually signed in Philadelphia. And here's another fun fact I didn't know. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams Both died on the same day in 1826. And you know what day it was? July 4th. 
Isn't that ironic? I thought so. But maybe I'm just a little <laughs> nerdy that way. When we look at the history of our country and the Declaration of Independence, it was all about being free. We all have probably heard the beautiful line from the second paragraph of the first article of the Declaration of Independence, which reads, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That was in the first article of the Declaration, so it was pretty important to our Founding Fathers to emphasize that we have a God-given right to life, freedom, and the pursuit of happiness. For over 200 years, men and women have given their lives to uphold the freedoms we enjoy, but all too often take for granted. Unfortunately, that's becoming all the more obvious by the day. I got to thinking about freedom in a lot of different contexts, and I also remembered that my word of the year is freedom. So I wanted to talk a little bit about what freedom means to me in 2023. Now, I'm going to forewarn you, many of these things are not the level of profound freedom that our brave men and women in uniform fight to protect. But nonetheless, there are ways in which I enjoy newfound freedoms that I haven't always enjoyed. Now, the first thing that comes to mind is the freedom to just be talking to you now and the freedom to essentially talk about anything I want to, including my Christian faith. It's not everywhere that people are free to practice or to speak of their Christian faith. Some people have literally lost their lives for it. And it's certainly not every country that would allow for a woman to be occupying the airwaves with her own perspectives, points of view, or beliefs. As I look at the freedom I have to practice and share my faith, I actually feel a growing responsibility to share it. It's not enough to have faith. We must witness to it and stand for the truth on which it is based. The world right now is caught up in a battle in which God's truth is being distorted and rejected. But anyway, on to a little lighter tone some simple freedoms I find myself enjoying in my 49th year on this planet. First of all, I'm finding freedom from approval-seeking and people-pleasing. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not cured. It takes God's strength and intentional work. The patterns of thinking and behaving that I developed over my life are not easily overcome. But between God's grace and maybe middle age, I find myself less likely to waste energy worrying about what people think. At least I seem to be able to let it go faster than I once could. I just find that time and energy is just so precious to me. 
I don't have the mental energy to waste on it anymore. I'm so grateful for the freedom God has shown me in this area. I'm also really finding more freedom and peace with my time. It's not that I have less to do by any means, but I've just learned how to implement some better systems to prioritize and manage my time. There are things that just don't fit into the day, and I'm giving myself grace with that. I'm setting more boundaries around my work life and protecting my time away much more effectively. You'll hear me and you'll hear me talk about work-life balance kind of a lot. And you'll see that t- terminology used by people. But know this. Work-life balance is not necessarily a 50-50 thing. My idea of work-life balance is about navigating the seasons for each work and life and creating mindsets and systems that allow me to navigate life and work with a greater sense of peace and purpose. There are seasons in which work just will take up more of your time. And then there are seasons that allow for a little more life to be enjoyed. My idea of balance is really to be able to feel a trust and a certainty that I can navigate as I need to without panic, overwhelm, anxiety, and guilt being constant companions. I still have triggers that start to take me down the road of anxiety, but it's so much better than it ever has been. Now that is a true freedom in my life. If you have ever struggled with anxiety or depression, you know what a prison that can be. Another thing that middle age has brought about is the need and the freedom to be a bit more accepting of who I am. I don't lead like others lead. I don't speak like other people speak. I get emotional sometimes when I talk about things that are really important to me. And if you know me for five minutes, you probably know way too much about me. I'm an introvert, so I prefer solitude over socializing. It's just who I am, and I'm accepting that that's who I am. Along with the acceptance of who I am, I'm learning to be more accepting of my body. It certainly isn't quite what I'd like it to be. I would love to be 15 or 20 pounds lighter than I am and wear smaller pants. But I also want to enjoy my life. I used to weigh myself a minimum of once a day and usually two to three times a day. That became a measure of my success or my worth or whatever. Through most of my high school, college, and young adult life, I struggled with bulimia. Weight and body image have consumed my mind most of my life. Well, let's just say weight loss gets harder as we age. My middle has more fluff than it used to have. But if I focus too much on restricting myself, it becomes all-consuming and anxiety-provoking. 
We should take care of our bodies because it is the vessel through which we live out the calling on our lives. That being said, we should live life to the fullest. Making healthy choices will contribute to having more energy to live life. But sometimes a girl just needs to eat some potatoes. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And I used to put all kinds of pressure on myself to run or do something that was really hard. Otherwise, it wasn't truly exercise. I do love the feeling I got from running. But I haven't run for nearly two years now. It kind of bothers me that I let myself go that long without doing it because now it's really hard again. But I discovered how very much I love walking. I look forward to it. It's like therapy for me. So I'm accepting the season that I'm in and allowing myself to just enjoy walking. It is intentional movement and it makes me feel so good to be outside moving. If I went back to thinking it had to be running or nothing, I would end up doing nothing more days than not. So walking nearly every day, is certainly healthier than occasionally running and otherwise doing nothing. And finally, I'm going to end with kind of a silly freedom. I have released myself from the bondage that comes from squeezing into jeans or other button-up pants that leave grooves in my midsection. (laughs) I have claimed the freedom that comes from wearing pants that you can pull on and off. Thank you, Lord, for joggers that can be dressed up or dressed down, and thank the Lord for Lycra. My midlife muffin top thanks you. So there you have it, this day before the day we celebrate our freedom as the United States of America. Freedom comes in all kinds of packages. I hope you have a wonderful holiday celebrating Independence Day. Please remember to be grateful and grace-filled. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time my friends, God bless.